Pick up your paintbrush, it's time for Hobby Support Group Live! Well, not live, we're recording live. Hello listeners, Tom here with Ed, live from the gazebo, as today we are playing the final game in our Pikeman's Lament English Civil War campaign, and we're playing a siege. Today I am besieged in the Star Fort, Ed is has combined two of his armies with some tactical knights this time to try and kill me. And so we're going to see what happens. I am fielding Cromwell, the lady man himself. Uh, my army consists of two units of pike, four units of shot, a commanded shot, a forlorn hope, a regimental gun, unit of dragoons, and unit of gallopers. Ed, what is in your army on the spot? So, I've got uh, three generals on the field, uh, two of which have um, not run away. Uh, so, um, I've got the uh, Huguenot uh, Gerard Lajotte. He's uh, in charge of a company with one cannon. Uh, that is, I'm counting them on the, field, on, on the table. I've got four units of pike. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six units of shot, I think. Um, so that's the core of the unit, and they're coming in from the east. They've got the, lo the longest schlep up the battlefield. Uh, but on the uh, south side of the battlefield, up to the middle point, I've got um, two other companies. One with the very dashing Lord uh, Frogmere, who um, we've established is clearly the bastard son of Lord Buckingham, one of many. This is number 27, for those keeping count at home and um, he is uh, in charge of the um, elite cavalry two units of commanded shot and one unit of pike now my thinking is that if I have him more or less in between these th in the middle of the three units that as things go south as they almost certainly will they'll be able to be best positioned to deal with what comes at me and then in the most exposed position You've got Lord, um, I think, Fotherington or Farthington, another random uh, uh, noble uh, who survived just about the last battle. He um, has another cannon, uh, two units of shot and one unit of pike. And he's right outside the front gates of the castle, more or less. The Starfort, I should say. Um, and uh, my first action is going to be shooting my cannon at the... Uh, walls of the star fort and try and create a breach now we've made up some rules for uh, destroying the walls of the star fort so um, we'll see how that works out uh, but first off I've got to see if I can actually shoot the damn thing can you activate the cannon so yes live dice roll <laughs> so I'm going to use my uh, hackney area tabletop enthusiast uh, themed dice which hopefully won't let me down this is a hard dice roll. So I've done the thing that you're not meant to do, which is choose the most difficult thing to well, start with. You've got three commands, haven't you? So you, you can move, if you, if you fail it, you can move on to your second command. Exactly. You? But you're probably going to blow up a hole in the wall. Let's see yeah, you get. and that, that, this is definitely, if I can do it, a useful thing to do. So, no. Yes, you activate the cannon. Oh, it's above, not below. It's above. Okay. That's Dungeons and Dragons first edition brain, isn't it? I rolled above an eight, so I managed to fire the cannon. So now do you get the shoot? You, you activated it, so do you yes. now get 
Yeah, uh, 12 dice sitting on fives then, don't you? Yeah, let's double check the range. Um, I should be, it needs to be nine inches, or as we're doing it, that 18 centimetres. 18 centimetres. It's out of range. It's long range, isn't it? It's long range. Okay, that means I'm only rolling six dice. And what was the, what do I need to roll above to, oh, well, it's a normal shooting value, isn't it? So yeah. it's four up. So, um, is it a four up for a cannon or a five? This is the... Welcome to how, <laughs> how well Tom and Ed know rules of a game they've been playing for months. Yes, well, here it is. It's, it's four up. Now, the house rule that we worked out, I think, was that it was harder to shoot the walls. Um, so I'll just refer to the online chat that we had when we hashed out what the star fort rules were. Um, I don't know if you want to insert that music that they used to play. Yeah, we have to now beatbox all the jingles <laughs> of some easy listening jazz. I think of the thing where they used to do the spinning um, uh, clay in the 1960s. Oh, yeah. You know, anyway. I, know I know what you mean. Because yes. we, we both frequently watched a lot of TV in the 60s. Absolutely. So. Um, Uh, here we are. So I need to score four or more. So we gave it four stamina. Right. But it's still the, uh, to, to, to get any of these shots off, I need a four up. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that is uh, two sixes and two ones, a two and a three. So I did not get your four hits, did you? I did not get the four hits. So we worked out that stamina four, but all you need is... Um, to do it once to get through one damage, as it you were. You need to basically do one wound, don't. And then it would blow a hole in the in in, in the wall. So, yeah, so we're yeah. not like tracking hole points for the walls, are we? No. So well, we will leave this live recording there, and we will turn back on the end of turn one. Speak to you soon, listeners. Absolutely. Okay. Quick well. bit of a live reporting from turn one. Uh, Ed's dice are going great, as you would imagine. This is an Ed game. My first unit of shot has shot at Ed's cannon, inflicted three casualties. Ed had to take a morale test and roll a double one. The cannon that was threatening my walls is now an X cannon. <laughs> well done, Ed. You just, you, you, you couldn't make it up. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that five up turns into a minus two. It's minus one, sorry. Oh, back later. Stop my screaming. <laughs> back. Oh! <laughs> Back seconds later, when my second unit has shot at one of Ed's pike blocks, inflicted two casualties, Ed had to take a morale test. This time rolled a double two, which leaves a morale result of two, which, looking up on the, the morale table, leaves you on a result of... It's a failed morale test, isn't it? It certainly so, is. Uh, your unit must retreat. It must becomes wavering because it's not minus, it's not less than minus one, so it has to retreat. Uh, and because I'm right at the table edge, so anything I roll. Yes, yeah, so it has to uh, it has to retreat, and is counted as destroyed. Uh, yeah. Because uh, retreating, if any model from a unit moves off the table as a result of retreat, remove the entire unit and count it as routed. 
it may not re-enter the battlefield during the game. Now, dear listener, I did use different dice and still got a woeful result. There we are. <laughs> oh, gone. Uh, possibly, actually, that result has made... You are now actually out of range of my other unit to shoot you. Okay. No, I, I've run out of things to shoot in, in that, <laughs> that forward band. So we, live recording, we'll see if the cannon can shoot, which is part of the second. So an eight up. No. Ah. So that's my activation roll for those has failed this turn. Yes. So that's, so just use quick turn, use cavalry, we'll do the dragoons first. Mm-hmm. Yep, they move. So Tom has uh, got some cavalry on the side of the star fort, which are going to sweep round and attempt to um, get at Lord uh, Frogmere. No, Lord Farthington, not Lord Fro Frogmere. And then the gallopers, do they get to move? Yes, they do. It's it's much safer for me to move my cavalry round there now the pike have right Yes, there. no, fair. <laughs> well, that takes the end of turn one. Don't really need to do a, a roundup on this as we did the blow-by-blow -blow account of it. Let's see what happens in turn two. Back later. So the afternoon of high glory continues, this time on the parliamentarian side. Start of turn two, Ed shoots at my gallopers, inflicts two casualties. I roll morale test, roll three, resulting in a one and so they retreat, but they had room to retreat, so they just simply retreat further down the table. Let's see what the rest of the turn has involved. Turn two, report. Uh, number of shots were fired. I did a fantastic round of shooting on one unit of shot and scored absolutely no hits on 12 dice. Uh, another couple of units I shot, I put a couple of casualties on them. They each recovered, uh, they covered their made the morale tests. Uh, one single wound on a unit of shot managed to make one wound. Ed failed his morale test. They retreated to the very board edge. It was like 50-50 if they'd retreated off the board or not, so we rolled it. They rolled high, so they have survived. However, what could come into play later on in the game is my regimental gun did activate, fired, hit Ed's cannon and managed to put five casualties on it. It has failed its morale test and is currently retreating and is disordered and now currently facing the opposite way to the walls of the Star Fort. Yeah. So how did that turn go? Well, um, it could have been worse um, and it was earlier. So you Well, know. you did retreat. You, you did put casualties on my Galloper unit and make the That's retreat. That's true. That's true, yeah. Um, I the company that was closest to the gates of the fortification is now a remnant of itself. But there's still something there that I can hopefully use to shoot at the dragoons that are menacing them. Um, the uh, central company, uh, the one my elite cavalry and commanded shot, are intact. Uh, only about half of them, i.e., the commanded shot, are further up the table edge, um, towards further up the table towards the fortification. I still have to yet move most of the company, but the commanded shot are currently in a quite a good position, I think. Um, 
the main uh, uh, the rest of the the force who are going to be doing the long slog up the table um not doing so well most of them really haven't budged and as we discussed the cannon is now facing the wrong direction which is not ideal so um i guess i really need to get this large lump moving nearer and try and storm the battlements the old-fashioned way with ladders etc um, so um, unless I can get this cannon to move around, but I think my priority is to move everything other than the cannons first because it's easier to move them and I just need to mob the walls essentially. That's my plan. See we, how it goes. We are sort of finding first salvo being quite devastating, aren't we? Yes. H hitting 12 dice hitting on fours rather than fives. Pretty much. It's surprisingly mm. quite good. And it's a rule that I've definitely forgotten in the past. I think first couple of times I played uh, Pikeman's Lament, kept forgetting about first salvo, and it does make a big difference. And mainly, most of my units have now fired. I've got one unit which hasn't fired yet. Yeah. So, uh, let's see what happens in turn three. Absolutely. So, halfway through turn three, Ed's just gone. How would you describe your turn three, Ed? Better. Bit of a turnaround. <laughs> Well, I wouldn't go that far, but it is definitely less horrible than previous terms. Um, my uh, most of did they rally? Or, they well, did rally. They, they rally. did rally. Okay, I rallied the unit um, which was about to run off the table that were closest to the city walls, the ones uh, led by the company led by Lord Frogmere. Uh, and I don't think I got I got one damage on your dragoons yep. with that shot as well. So they did fine. Um, and hopefully they're going to be able to pour a bit more damage, uh, a bit more uh, lead into your dragoons, if they survive. Uh, managed to get the uh, Lord Fotherington or Farthington, um, the, the the kind of middle company that were on the corner with the elite uh, elite cavalry. I managed to move them up. Uh, got all my moves off on that side, uh, but failed to do any shooting with my commanded shot. So a game of two halves moving that company. And then, um, as I was saying, I put it on my uh, Royalist vision board that every company, every unit in the last company was going to move this turn. And that happened, with the exception of the cannon, which did move, but in the opposite direction. I was not able to rally my cannon. So it looks like, yeah, we're doing this the old-fashioned way, as discussed. But you, you did get, I know that, you did move 10 units up towards my the walls of the Star Four, which is... Somewhat intimidating. Yeah. So we will now see what my turn three can deliver. Absolutely. So at the end of the Royalists turn three, some quite good shooting. Uh, the Dragoons put in enough shots into the shot unit that was commanded by Lord Frogmere. You Frogmere? called him Lord Frog Frogmington earlier, oh, which he took slight. I shall not be making slurs. And yet, yeah, so that unit retreated off the table, counts as destroyed. A couple of the shot units have had multiple casualties and have failed their morale tests and are now retreating and wavering. And my turn ended once again, really with me running out of things to shoot because nothing was in range, which I don't think is a bad way to end a turn. Certainly. So now we go into turn four. This is a turn where I could be rolling to see if my cavalry reserves start coming in. We'll see how they go. 
Over to you to Ed for turn four. So here we are at halfway through turn four and it appears once again Ed's had a very successful movement phase in that he's moved his entire army, every single unit that he wanted to move has moved. Everything he had uh, sort of like full activation roles. We didn't actually do any shooting this turn, did you? It was all moving and readdressing the battle lines. I mm -hmm. uh, believe the historical explanation we've come for it is you've got a mobile printing press behind the hedge somewhere, sort of riling up everyone and making them very keen to get to quarters. So starting off to see if my cavalry supports come in. So first dice is do the Dragoons come in? The first unit of Dragoons, four up. Yes, they do. Mm -hmm. Do the second unit of Dragoons come in? Four up. Yes, they do. <laughs> do the Gallopers come in? First unit, four up. No, they don't. Ah. Do, the, uh, do the last unit of Gallopers come in on a four up? Cocked That's cocked, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, they do. Ah. So we've got two units of Dragoons and a unit of Gallopers coming in. And we decided before we started we would do random board random edge for them coming in because we like a bit of randomness absolutely so shall we do one to two this board edge yep three to four that five six yep so dragoon unit one five that board edge then, isn't it yep it's the far narrow of those uh, yeah. if, if you if you turn to page 20 of the daily express you'll see a black and white picture <laughs> 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 So the far board edge, which couldn't be further away from any other action. Second Dragoon unit. Three. Your board edge. Certainly. The Gallopers. Yes. A six or a... Th I guess they're like a three, to s three, four or six would be good on this. What do we get? Mm. Six! Oh no! <laughs> we've, got, we've got the unit that I wanted, we get where we want it. So that is, we will now place those and see how we go from the rest of it. We'll be back at the end of my turn four. So end of my turn four, and it was quite brutal, not particularly cunning. Number of casualties again put out, the regimental gun once again fired, did four casualties to a unit that broke it and is wavering. A couple of other units are, are wavering, so now quite a lot of, well, one, two, three, four, five of edge units are now wavering. The... Gallopers charged in and destroyed his cannon, but took a wound in the process. And then they also carried on and followed on into a unit of shot, doing three casualties to that unit, but also taking another shot in and of themselves. But they are now facing down the threat of being poked by several pike blocks. That's right. So we will see what happens there. When we brought the... To make it even more random, what we did when we brought the cavalry, my cavalry reinforcements on, after we'd rolled the table edges, we then, uh, well, Ed rolled for each unit to see if when they came on, they counted as already having activated or could be activated. The gallopers, which rolled the six for the table edge, they were the one unit that had a, were able to activate. Yeah, that yeah. was the one that was right behind me facing down my cannon. And luckily you're all the two, four. It's three or under, we're about to do something. <laughs> uh, but we will now see what happens going into turn five. Over to you, Ed. Right. Turn five for the Royalists was 
not that impressive. No, no. I could really have done with an impressive move and that wasn't it. That that was not the turn that I needed right now. No. Um, so I managed to rally um, one of my commanded shot units that was hiding behind a hedge nearest to the castle. Um, a The other commanded shot unit was wavering and I failed to rally them so they ran off the table. Uh, my Of that company we had the elite aggressive cavalry, uh, classic cavaliers, decided to charge at the dragoons that were attacking them from their rear and the, the sneaky dragoons uh, 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 managed to get off the order to retreat and shoot. Well, evade. 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 They evaded my glorious charge. And shot me, but only caused one damage. So it was less damaging than I would have liked on the opponent. But still, hopefully next turn, if I survive, I'll be able to meet out some more pain to these uh, Dragoons. Um, the main bulk of my force, I failed. You, you, you won't be able to see it, but I just rubbed my face in slight despair. Um, so I still have uh, three units at Wavering. Um, I managed to get... One of my musketeers slightly closer to the castle walls, unit of musketeers close to the castle walls, and I was going to charge my pike unit at the uh, horse that were behind me, and I failed to get the order off. So I am currently very damaged. Half of my units in the big group are wavering and I failed to charge the cavalry that are on my rear. So, yeah, not great. Well, we'll see what my turn five brings. <laughs> Off we go. So, my turn five, I destroyed a pike unit by shooting it, doing one casualty, making it retreat. Another unit shot at it, did another single casualty, then relying on Ed to roll a three on his morale test. <laughs> That's making Ed roll morale test is the way that you win this game today. I my dragoons managed to get another evade off. Did the two wounds actually to the elite cavalry. You know, theme of the afternoon. Ed failed the morale test and they're now wavering. But then I did hit Ed's core commander, his pike block with a cannon, did four wounds, and he passed the test on that. And actually, my Galloper Cavalry, they took a wound, destroying a unit of shot, and failed their morale test, so they're now wavering. So one of my units is now wavering. Four of Ed's are. We'll see what happens in turn six. Yeah, really, the, 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 of the company that is nearest, that started nearest to the gates of the fortification, there is now one single musketeer and a wavering unit of um, uh, horse. So um, that side of the battlefield is, is, is... Are they technically not the middle unit? Has not the... Unit oh, yeah, actually, you're quite right, actually. Actually, yeah, actually they... the, the unit that started nearest the fort has been completely destroyed. Yes. And, and <laughs> what is now left in the middle is what, what was the, like, the reinforcements to, face yes. to, to either flank. Yeah, no, quite right. So it's... Um, I'd say it's not going particularly great for the royalists at the moment. In that, I'm not the, 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 these words may come back to haunt me, but I'm not feeling like the star fort is particularly threatened. 
I suspect you may be right. At this moment, <laughs> we will see what happens in later turns. So Ed's turn was relatively successful this turn. He did no shooting again, but he got a lot of it. His army moved. He rallied a couple of units. A couple of other units failed their rallies. The gallopers failed and sort of moved more to the middle of the board. But he's now got three units of shot and two pike blocks. They're actually starting to menace the walls. Yeah. And it's getting a little bit squeaky bum time for that one flank of the fort because they do probably get close to outnumbering me on that side. So we'll see. First off, does my final unit of cavalry reinforcements arrive? Four up? No, it doesn't. Ah. So next turn, we will see. So do my gallopers rally? We'll see. No, they don't. Ah. So they take another casualty and retreat. Off the table, I think. I think you're right. So my gallopers have killed themselves. Well, there we are. And I think that was last time I did some damage to your gallopers. It was with uh, musketeer butts. Yeah. It's, it's, it, they, they, they die by killing things in cavalry. In, it, it's that. It's the wet sponge to the eye of the commander from the, <laughs> the, the cannon. So we've ruined his day. So he's, he's, he's in a huff. Yes. So he's gone back to clean his uniform. Yeah. I should add it's the butts of the muskets, not the butts of the musketeers. <laughs> so we will see how the day goes for the rest of this turn. So that was the end of my turn. I think it was six. Slightly lost track of the turns. Not too bad. My two units of dragoons sort of managed to sandwich the Ed's gallopers between them. Two skirmish. They both skirmished forward, shot them, did a wound each, killed the unit, killed a, put some, a couple more casualties on some more units. Uh, not particularly great rolls for me. Three units of shot, shot up. Uh, a single unit of shot, three round, you know, 24 die, uh, 36 shots, managed to do a grand total of three wounds, uh, but not too bad. Going into what I feel is like the, the final stages of the game, we'll see how we do on Ed's next turn. Around to you, Ed. Okay. Uh, much better turn that one for the Royalists, Ed. Hmm, I'm having a victory Battenberg, uh, or I've had a victory Battenberg. So I've activated everything. I managed to get a shot off from my final unit of musketeers behind the hedge um, who were being charged by, or at least about to be charged, by your elite heavy cavalry. Did one wound, I think, or one or two wounds? You did one wound. I did one wound. Uh, he failed his morale test and they're now, yet again, running away. So they're definitely going to get their, if they survive, an extra tot of rum or whatever parliamentarians get for being good soldiers. Yeah, and uh, Majigui did, he did uh, two wounds to Majigoon, who also immediately took tail and ran. Yeah. And you have now got four units within charge range of the castle walls. Yes. So we'll see. Now, do my final unit of reinforcements come in? Four. Mm. No, they really have spent too much time chasing magic dogs. <laughs> so we'll see how the rest of my turn goes and be back later. So the end of my turn and the immediate threat to the castle has been lessened a little bit in that I managed to destroy the Ed's last commander and his pike block on of the other three units that were threatening the walls 
Two of them I've managed to break with morale tests and are now wavering. Uh, however, there is still a pipe block sort of menacingly close to my walls, which just shrugged off being hit with a regimental cannon at very close range. So over to Ed for your turn. Yeah. Mid-turn combat report here. Ed's finally had a unit of pikemen charge the walls at the gatehouse, which was one of the pre game uh, designated weak points. He charged it, he rolled 12 dice in the combat. Of those dice, two of them are a four plus. One of them, break just as a hit, did no wounds. In reply, I did one wound. Ergo, the unit bounced off the wall. Now, Ed, morale test. Yeah. At minus three. Let's see what happens to the pikeman unit. So shocked were they by the failure to cap the walls that they are now wavering and legging it away <laughs> from the castle. Oh dear. We'll be back later on, listeners, with what happens in the rest of this turn. 20 seconds later, after we stopped the recording, we are back with the end of Red's turn when he tried to shoot a unit, activate a unit to shoot, and immediately failed. Yes, by one. Their activation was seven, and I rolled a six. So we will now see what happens in my following turn. This could also be equally quick. As we said, there might be a very quick turn. It was. My Dragoons activated. They shot, put some wounds on an already wounded unit of shot and destroyed it. My following turn, I tried to, uh, next unit I tried to activate was unit of shot. They failed. That was my turn over. Back to Ed. So penultimate turn, but one we decided to have, uh, I've got one more turn and Ed's got a turn. I've got another turn that we're going to call it. Uh, Ed has moved every, all of his un remaining units up to once again have a, a storm at the gatehouse. We will see how this goes on my turn of shooting, see if I can get some shooting off. Back in a bit. Uh, quite a quick brutal round of shooting there from me. I managed to get one, two, three, four, five units of shot all activated and shooting. Managed to kill the unit of pikemen and break two of Ed's other units of shot. He's currently got one unit of pikemen which are on a single casualty left, two wavering units of shot, and an untouched unit of shot, which have got to be the glory boys if he's going to get anything out of this <laughs> in his next turn. Over to you, Ed. Right. Okay, for record, did I... <laughs> That chuckling is Ed's uh, guts or glory role for charging the gatehouse with his shot unit. He needed a seven, he rolled a five. Let's see how my turn goes now. Fine. Well, we've, we've called it there as I finally got my gallopers into a pipe, uh, into a, a unit of shot. They inflicted five casualties, taking none in return, and Ed doesn't have a unit that's now not wavering. So, well, Texas, that is a lie. He has a single unit that's not wavering, but it has taken 10 casualties. So it's um, rather poorly. We've called it there. Uh, Ed, I don't know how to describe this game. It's, <laughs> it was like we'd sort of planned it to sort of try and even out, to be a, a fitting end to the campaign that we've played because the, 
ECW campaign is going to go on hiatus for a few months while we play some Warmaster and other bits and pieces. But then we will be picking it back up with a second stage later on in the year and we'll probably make some changes to it. But I've just no idea how this game has been so one-sided, really. Um, I mean, I lost one of my cannon really early on to a lucky shot, and the second one got seen off pretty soon after that. Um, I had some bad uh, rolls to start with. In the middle of the game, I was doing okay. I managed to amass quite a lot of guys in front of the gatehouse. Had you failed to activate some of your shots off, uh, then your shooting units, I might have had a hope of storming the castle, but you were just too efficient at shooting. Um, as, uh, as a John Cleese line, you know, I can handle the despair, it's the hope I can't stand. Um, so there was a moment where I thought, oh, I could turn this around, but no. Um, it was fun. I think the rules that we made up on the fly about um, fortifications, which I guess I'll post on the Facebook group, um, sort of works. It's good to see the um, uh, 3D printed star fort in action. But yeah, my, my performance today was... I think lacklustre on, on 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 balance. I don't even think, like, I don't think the rules we made for the fort really had any major difference on the game because, it, no disrespect, I don't think it would have been that different if everything if I'd have just deployed on a flat field. Mm -hmm. and admittedly, like the, the 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 main rule we had for the fortifications was my units were on a plus two stamina for when they were being shot at behind the fortifications but they were hardly shot at yeah it's like of all the forts of all the units inside the fort i've got one unit with a single casualty pip on it yeah and yeah. it's pretty much i think it was maybe it's the same as when we played the other game with the fortified positions it's almost like but because you have to move units up as when you've like they've ended their turn, moved up because I'm already stood st st there and deployed. I'm able to sort of like shoot them off before they get a chance to shoot the next turn. Yeah. So I think maybe like because you don't have any dragoons or skirmishers, which can sort of move into range and then shoot. Yeah. It's always like you have to sort of like move forward, wait around for a turn, and then shoot, and you, much, you just never really got a, t a chance to sort of wait around, did you? Because yeah. I was able to sort of like prioritise, firstly the cannons, and then the shot units, and then only really take down the pike when they're about to charge the walls. Yeah. Um, My army is definitely missing some dragoons, and I think we established that more or less, certainly by game two of the campaign, I was thinking, ooh, I need dragoons, dragoons are good. Well, I think also like commanded shot, Yeah. I, I think I think are I, also... Two units of commanded shot, but it was uh, barely anything given the amount of. Although uh, it was the know. commanded shot that actually got some of the shots in. That's right. That's right. They, yeah, they did get some shooting in. Yes. Um, um but I, you know, it was a fun game. Um, he said enthusiastically. Uh, <laughs> um, and yeah, it was. I, I, it would have been possible, I think, to win this game with my force, but I would have needed quite a bit of luck. Um, and uh, I didn't get it. <laughs> no, I think you were sort of like snookered a little bit by just your dice rolls and that sort of stuff. 
and then like when we'd rolled for my like cavalry to come in and then like the one unit that you didn't really want to come in on one place came in exactly where you didn't want it yeah to. yeah and uh, then, yeah um but even saying that it didn't really do very much you know like it killed your cannon yeah which was already quite badly damaged by that point and then like took out another unit of shot but then in it itself was killed by failed morale tests um but no, I think this has been another a good game of Pikeman's Lament. Again, shows that it really holds up when you play up in like larger scale yeah. games. It just it breaks down a little bit with some of like the morale tests and like casualty removal and stuff. A little bit when you're playing it with lots of units, because well, it doesn't really break down. It still makes sense as long as you you sort of get your head around the rules or things like how. Like a unit that should be twelve men strong, but has taken like ten casualties, still functions up like it's now like at half strength. But yes, it still functions sort of more or less as normal. Yeah. Um, and how like retreating, like failing a rally roll, actually counts as a failed morale check. But you sort of like it's just little bits of verbiage in the book, take a little bit of game your head around yeah. and. I think it, 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 it's 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 always a case. I think when you do like us play multiple systems, if you've not played a particular system for a while, it takes a bit of time to just familiarise yourself. You know, so you're not doing that thing of playing a, a stat mix of five different games at the same time. Well, I think it's. Just, I know I, I sort of quite easily uh, my my sort of like go to things is I'm always like mixing in like you know now like bits of black powder, pike and shot. Yes. Yeah. Absolute emperor, and then occasionally there'll be some like second edition 40k or something. <laughs> so, where's that come up from? It's like, <laughs> yeah, I could have really done with some Gretchen. Uh, <laughs> it's just still the walls, but there we are. Well, thank you very much for hosting this game this afternoon, Ed. It's been great fun. Uh, sorry, it's been a little bit one sided, but it's also been a really fun campaign. Yeah, and looking forward to seeing what happens later in the year because it seems Parliament has secured Hobbyfordshire for the moment, but that's the county. What about the country? Absolutely. So I hope you've enjoyed this, the first of our live battle reports. I hope it's not been too rambly. And speak to you soon, listeners. Goodbye and goodbye, Ed. Cheers. <laughs>